Good Sunday afternoon to you, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. It is Sunday sermons today. I had something that just was on my spirit to share. I know we haven't done Sunday devotionals in quite some time. Let's uh, go to God for a word of prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for another day. We thank you for another day because this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. It's another day that you're keeping and sustaining and providing and protecting and delivering us in ways that we might not even see or know open our eyes enlighten our hearts so that we can take heart in the beauty that is representative of this day this moment this present time that we have with you that we have to cast every care every thought every idea that we have before you we give you thanks and we give you praise for all that you're doing in us, through us, and around us. We thank you, O oh God, for your goodness and for your mercy and for your kindness and your compassion. We thank you for the wisdom that you're providing each and every one of us, the steps that you're ordering within us, the guidance that you're giving us. We just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Giving you all the glory, all the honor, and praise in Jesus' name. How y'all doing today? Today, just want to share this uh, word with you today. Turn with me, if you will. We are looking in 2 Kings uh, 4. I believe it's 4. Hang on, does it tell me? Yes, 2 Kings 4. Now, the wife of the son of one of the men who uh, tell what will happen in the future cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband, is dead. You know that your servant honored the Lord with fear, but the man to whom he owed money has come to take my two children to make them serve him. Elisha said to her, what can I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your woman servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Then he said, go around and get jars from all your neighbors. Get empty jars, many of them. Then go in and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour the oil into all. that scripture i was thinking about that scripture because some time ago i uh, did a, a fervent fire uh, in, in 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 illinois i talked about um crisis using this uh scripture and um i still think about that and and i guess I, the why it came up for me is because now i see you know different things so i was you know thinking about i still see you know the fact that that could be crisis i mean in the sense that you know your husband has died and you're in a, a different space of your your life now and where you're going um 
that can be crisis. I think at the time when I did this uh, sermon, the first time I was uh, sharing the experience of um, volunteering, this was long before the pandemic, um, a church ministry that I uh, belong to, um, they were doing a partnership with one of the uh, social services agency that had a drop-in program. I won't say drop in, but it was a day program for for homeless uh, individuals or people just just needed to uh, needed shelter for whatever the reason. And so they were you had to go to this orientation uh, for that program. And uh, they basically their primary focus was homelessness, you know, while they acknowledged that there were different things, reasons, experiences that cause homelessness. They were just providing shelter. They offer, you know, opportunity for people to, you know, wash their clothes or just have a space. I think they might even provided, you know, food. But it was only, you know, during the daytime hours. They closed, you know, when the evening came. And I was talking at that time about how crisis it definitely can be seen as homelessness because, you know, you don't have a shelter, you don't have a space, you don't have a, a place to go. That can be seen as crisis. But, you know, it's not just crisis as it relates to homelessness or being uh, in duress. You know, people can be uh, in crisis emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually, financially during different periods of time. In their life, in the scripture, you know, we find that, you know, the prophet was telling her, asking her, what does she have? You know, some of the concerns I often have, excuse me, is when you hear this scripture, you know, you'll hear things or popular colloquialisms that say God helps those who help themselves or you got to do it for yourself. I don't know if I always agree that that is um, what that scripture really means. But, you know, I, I... I understand that's what people say. I don't think that's what that means. I think, you know, there are times in our life when uh, when we definitely have the ability to handle things ourselves in crisis and we meet with others and they point us to those resources and we are able to connect that. Sometimes provision in itself comes from other people. Sometimes it's us partnering, partnering with other people to help us get out of the state of crisis. Either they give us some teaching, some training, some some tips and things that we do in order to um, get better at whatever or, or, or deliverance or breakthrough through that crisis. It can vary because that really depends on what your crisis is. I think the interesting thing, too, is I often think, what does oil mention? What does oil mean? And so I looked that up and I'm going to it because I find that, you know, interesting as well. Oil represents the presence and power of the spirit of God. So that's often interesting to me because you think about the number of times, you know, I always, you know, I'm a person that loves patterns. So I always think about the, what, what it means. Oil. You know, the power and the presence of God. In the sense that when the woman had run out of jars, the oil stopped flowing. That's interesting to me. But even greater, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, in thinking of crisis, 
I also thought of, you know, the experience, you know, with the scripture or with the time that I was listening to this, uh, I guess, business entrepreneurial mogul talk about being in a state of crisis in his own life where he was getting ready to get put out of his apartment and he was really stressed he didn't know what he was going to do and he had reached out to his brother and his brother was asking him about what he did he have the ability to do to change his situation now he had at the time an insurance license and i guess he had you know time between you know that period of of when they start processing you out of a, a dwelling and he was able to you know sell insurance and get money and you know gradually pr- uh put himself in a better position you know and i and i can think in my own life about how there was a time when i had a similar experience and in lawrenceville you know the apartment community and this was 2004 they didn't necessarily do extensions so they were like yeah they're sorry that i didn't have the money but if i didn't have the money by this date you know they were gonna start the process for eviction and that and, and what i remember most of that experience is the terror the fear that should have would have could have the what can i do the what 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 where can i go how is this going to work out isn't this odd and it's not just that experience of 2004 i can remember being in a similar at least those feelings returned when i had moved to illinois and here i was you know in a brand new position but you know you're working that month in a hole and you you don't have a check for a month so you're dealing with the the old the the former check that you had from your former position you also spent lots of money because you're moving and you know moving anywhere is 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 an expensive thing even when you have your 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 uh documentation organization and worksheet of all the things you need and all the things you need to do and you're crossing out these things even when you sell you know whatever it is that you can sell and i remember i went through the experience of getting my vehicle repo crisis and i remember thinking you know this just doesn't make any sense here I am on a brand new job. I do have access to resources. They're just not, you know, here for me now. And just that feeling of helplessness or that feeling that's feeling of hopelessness. Or sometimes, you know, I can remember just as good, you know, standing uh, in the mirror getting ready for work. And, you know, you're looking at yourself once over to make sure everything is straight. And you're like, gee, you look real good. No one would know that you don't have a dime. You know what I'm saying? And you think about that. You know, and that's not necessarily a crisis. But, you know, those are thoughts that come in our brain. You know, at all times. And what is which, what are you believing about you and yourself? No matter what the situation or experience is. I was thinking about the experience earlier this summer. About how uh, uh, my wife had gone to, to uh, Philadelphia to see about the care of her mother in the vehicle that we had and uh unfortunately when she got ready to come back the vehicle started acting you know up and it you could you know turn it on you know start the car shall i say but it wouldn't stay on and then she had it towed to you know a mechanic shop and they said that they thought it was the engine i mean this was a car that had no issues no prior experience you know prior issues no no prior things that had gone down you know wrong with with that particular vehicle but here was a situation that you were currently facing and i thought about how odd it was you know because the reality was that 
you know, everybody had a job. You know, my wife and I both had jobs. We weren't expecting to hear engine issues, but nobody was really trying to really believe that or grasp a hold of that. And it just seemed like we had been thrust into a crisis as it related to security or because you 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 had had a dependency on the vehicle and now this you can't depend on this vehicle you know a crisis of well what do you do now because it was still you know the pandemic so she had to come back home and you're trying to you know come back home and figure out okay well what are we going to do about the car and i guess i say it was a strange time because you know i remember sitting outside and you're looking around and you know, all your neighbors are living their best life. Not that they shouldn't be, but it just seems like I know, and I and it doesn't feel it feel, uh, or maybe it's commonplace to say why is this happening to me. But perhaps that's the wrong question, you know, because uh, trials, tribulations, uncertainty, things that we were never planning, never thinking, uh, happen to all of us. There's no way to get out of life without it happening. And I often think what, you know, the deeper question is what will I focus on? What will I grab a hold of? What will I anchor myself in, in this crisis? Those are often questions that come, you know, to my mind or or, or the one last thought and we can go on home. Uh, I was reading a friend's testimony on her page and I'm going to it because it was powerful. She's a counselor in uh, Alabama, licensed uh, counselor in Alabama. And she was writing a posting on her uh, page just the other day. And it read survival post by profession. She writes, I'm a therapist. So I think the general consensus about me is that I've got it all together. No one does just because I'm on the other side of the couch doesn't make me perfect. Only Jesus is. And in the garden of Gethsemane, even he didn't have it together on this day, meaning yesterday, three years ago, she writes, she was released from a 72 hour hole for three days. She was on suicide watch where she was.
he has to sell to pay the debt that was owed on her deceased, you know, that that was owed and 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 live off the rest. For other individuals, you know, in the case of of uh, my friend that that made that post on her page and on her Instagram, you know, living with focus for her meant partnering with mental health professionals, you know, and eventually getting to the point of breakthrough with eventually uh, going through the steps day by day, minute, second to second, moment to moment, rebuilding her life. And yes, it's true. We all have situations, experiences and times where we're like, you know, what? I can't even believe I'm here and I can't even see what is next. But you don't have to see it in order to move. You just have to have enough faith enough belief to keep walking i think some of some of the uh things that happen most when we're in in crisis and i don't mean some of the things i mean one of the things that we're faced with is all we can see is what is not here and what shouldn't be yet while we're focusing on those things what we miss is what is what is right now and i firmly and wholeheartedly believe that if you have breath in your lungs and life in your body there is still a purpose and a plan for you yes it is a a reality that many people no matter what level of spirituality or uh or, or or spiritual practices that they have still face depression anxiety mental health issues and a whole bunch of other things it doesn't really matter none of those things make us exempt our uh, positionality in life, our income, our finances uh, don't make us um, exempt from the fact that one day or, you know, or, 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 or a wide array of days, me, you, us could face trials and tribulations in our life. Yet the encouragement for today is to focus on living with focus to do more than survival it might be absolutely tough and i can't tell you when the toughness will end or when the dire and straits and duress that you might find yourself in right now will end i wish i knew i wish i knew i guess for me i'm one of those people that fervent fervently believes that better days are coming that's not just a song that's something that me you us have had to walk out That's what I've that's what I've had to do in my life is walk it out. Walk it out when I didn't see it. Walk it out when I didn't believe it. And I know that's a tough one because you know sometimes we often tell ourselves that we always believe. Sometimes I was just walking. Because I was like, I don't I don't know. I mean, I know what it said, I know, I know this, I know that, but you know, I'm just so uncertain. But I had to walk it out in that level of uncertainty in different phases and periods of my life. Sometimes I had to walk it out and get those necessary support skills from the mental health health therapist, from the uh, doctor, from the personal growth group, from the friends who sat with me and cried with me and then also lifted me up emotionally and mentally with real talk honesty. And uh, all of those skills are necessary. All of those things are the reality of the day and i don't know where you might find yourself if things are all good praise the lord hallelujah if things are uncertain and unsure and tough i'm praying with you and believing with you for better days better days 
better days that you have the wherewithal within you to keep moving, to live with focus, to focus not on what it is that you don't have, but where it is that you're trying to go. That you focus on the fact that Abba gives us grace for the darkest and uncertain times. That there is no experience, no space, no place that we can be in. That we don't have Abba's love and Abba's presence. That the power of the living God is within us. And that's greater than any circumstance, any experience that we can face and I know sometimes when we're facing them we often think and believe in that moment that whatever it is crisis or just uncertainty or all of the above is greater but it is not and it and sometimes it's all of the things are true it is true that we can't believe that we got here it is true that we can't even imagine what are the excellent amazing and wonderful things that are ahead of us because oftentimes we're upset because it didn't turn out the way that we thought or even if it did it doesn't feel the way that it felt this is supposed to feel or sometimes we don't even have the language to articulate what is not there we just know this ain't it And it's not just some superficial, you know, trivial thing. It's a real thing. But I encourage you today to keep moving. I encourage you today to think higher, to live with focus, to focus more on on, uh, surviving. It is greater than where you are right now in this moment. That's all I got. I thank you so much for listening and tuning in as I I was sharing some thoughts I had today. I pray that all is well and continues to be excellent and wonderful with you. And if there's anything we can do at encouraging your spirit to to help uh, be be a listening ear, please know that we're praying with you, believing with you. You can always reach out to the podcast at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. This is Overseer Chris signing out. You be blessed. Peace.